What is up, everybody, and welcome to Tailgate Talks, powered by The Nation. You're listening to episode 157, our Texas Tech, West Virginia recap. Oh, what a fun one today will be as we get to talk about a convincing victory over the West Virginia Mountaineers. Uh, we'll also be posting our Baylor preview episode later on this week. So in order to catch all that, you got to make sure you are following us. Follow us on Apple and on Spotify. If you listen to us on Apple, hit us with the review there. And as always, five stars for the tailgate. Five stars for us, please. And also follow us on social media. Follow us on Twitter at tailgate underscore talks. We're also on Instagram and on Facebook. Also follow our YouTube channel where we're posting clips from each week's episode. So if you can't listen to this in full, maybe there's little pieces that you want to listen to. We'll post them there on the YouTube channel as well as our tailgate crasher videos. Uh, We're still waiting on our Texas one to get that posted, but we did shoot some good stuff for uh, this West Virginia uh, this past weekend. So be on the lookout for those. We'll make sure we get posts out and everything when we do have them live for you to view. Also, if you have anything to comment, question, or anything to add to the tailgate, email us at tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. So with all of that said, let's go ahead and get into our Texas Tech, West Virginia recap. We're going to start this thing off right. Well, Dustin, it was a successful Saturday at the Jones coming off of two losses and a bye week. Everybody was itching to get back to the Jones, watch this team get back into winning form. And they did just that with a 48 to 10 win over the West Virginia Mountaineers. Our fourth straight victory over the Mountaineers, our fourth straight over Neil Brown seemingly on his way out the door at West Virginia. Uh, Before we get into our recap, just what were your thoughts and reactions to uh, a fun game, that uh, fun time we had at the Jones on Saturday? Yeah, always fun when you dominate a game like that from start to finish, and it's never in question. I mean, the fourth quarter I rewatched today was a bunch of backups from both sides. Like, West Virginia threw in the towel, too. (laughs) Like, that's how dominating you were. Um, hot start and never took your foot off the gas. And it was lots of fun to just put them away as soon as we kicked off that game. Yeah, never felt in doubt. Um, And these are my favorite games. We had such a great time just watching this game. We never had to stress it out. You felt you dominated the whole entire game. We were able to just enjoy ourselves, enjoy uh, the people sitting around us, have a good time watch some good football. So it's always a definite game changer when your team plays like this because, you know, our last two home games, it's it's come down to overtime. It's been very yeah. stressful, and while those wins are fun, it is really fun to get a convincing win like this. So uh, let's let the people know uh, what happened in the game, Dustin. I'll kick it over to you. Give us that first half recap. I'm going to go as fast as our offense did this half. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But yeah, we, we got to go fast. Um Came out the gates hot. We got the ball to start off with, and we didn't mess around with the Baron Morton train coming out the gates hot. I mean, we were flying and not subbing, and they started dropping, but that first touchdown drive was nice and easy. Couple, uh couple fourth down conversions in there, and then opened it up for 
a Brooks 19-yard run up the middle, untouched. Scamper yeah. up the middle to make it 7-0. And then your defense also comes out and gets you a 3-and-out right off the gate. Yeah. So that, that was, was fun. Nice <laughs> yeah. The second drive is we kept the foot on the gas going super fast, and that's when the West Virginia players on defense started dropping like flies. You could see everybody in the stands and, and on our own team hit, doing the head tap, like – you're yeah, already falling down and getting whatever. Um, yeah, I rewatched the first two offensive drives yeah. before I went to the second half, and I was loving like or wide receivers are pointing at him. Yeah, Morton was doing it too. Yeah. <laughs> like, so um, another long drive needed a couple um, fourth down conversions, and this is also when you had the Mason Tharp dragging yeah. four defenders for like ten yards and almost scored it, and the place went nuts. Uh, but that set up another Brooks touchdown run to get you up 14 to zero. Like I said, you converted four fourth downs on both of those touchdown drives. Uh, hold them to a field goal on their next long drive. So you ended the first quarter 14 to three. You had 171 yards of offense in just the first quarter alone to come out the gate like real hot. Yeah, especially um, when you think about how we've talked about our first quarter. Yes, very. Um, yeah. And. You come out second quarter pretty quick and get a field goal on the board to go up 17-3 and another defensive three and out there. Um, this next drive was looking very similar to the first few. You had a couple more fourth down conversions. You were six for six on fourth down conversions at this point. And then you go for another one, and West Virginia was sick and tired of it yeah. and brought the house, and Morton couldn't do anything about that. Um, got swarmed, taken down. Um, so we ended up six for seven on those fourth down conversions there, but then the defense come up huge again and you get a huge fourth down sack, just like they yeah. gave to you, um, on that. And so short drive and then a punt, one of your only two punts of the day, that was pretty nice. And McNamara bombed both of his, his punts today. So West Virginia was driving right before halftime, a couple seconds left and JT Daniels did what he did all game, just threw the ball up there for whoever to go get. And Rabbit, Taylor Dimerson, comes up with a huge pick in the corner of the end zone. Like It was a really crazy catch like to rewatch yeah. that he came down with that. Um, and that ended the half. And our halftime stats there, we had 267 total yards, 105 rushing, 162 passing yards. I guess had six for seven on fourth downs and ran 55 total plays in that yeah. first half. I was talking about plays and points last week and we were on it this week. And so lots of plays, lots of points. It was a lot of fun that first half real fast. Yeah. And things stayed fun in the second half for you as the second half for West Virginia starts off as the first half ended with a JT Daniels interception this time okay. by Malik Dunlap and really just a great play by him because the receiver yes. had it and he just took it from him. Um, and you end up with your second turnover of the day. You follow that up with a two play uh, touchdown drive where you hit Xavier White on a 55 yard pass. Where that was a great kinda, touch pass. Yeah. Man. A great pass finds him wide open, kind of on the sideline. And sure. you just have so much space that Xavier's able to take it the rest of the way. Get you on the board again. You're up 24 to three. Uh, you force another West Virginia punt. I think their punter won like 
Big 12 special teams player of the week because yeah, he, he was out there. He was out there a lot. <laughs> um, and then he punts, but you're able to go down the field again. Uh, this time, Barry Morton connecting with Loic Fungi on a 12-yard touchdown pass, 31-3. to The vibes Ooh. are great. Uh, West Virginia, though, is finally able to go on their one really scoring drive of the game where they have a 20-yard, 28-yard pass that they uh, have to get them on the board. Uh, just a good play by their receiver. So at this yeah. point, 31 to 10. Um, and they are able to hold you to your f- first punt in the second half after that. Uh, but your defense doing what they did all game long. They force a fumble. Uh, Jacob Rodriguez on the force. Tariq Matthews on the recovery. And for the first time all season, we got to say it. Take three. This defense at this yeah, point had three, two picks and that fumble. And that set up a 13-yard touchdown run from Sir Roderick, which was uh, just a really nice run on his part yeah. where he kind of like shoved two dudes uh, and then tight roped the sideline to get in for the score there. So really nice play by him. Uh, and then following that first play of the next drive, JT Daniels finds his favorite receivers, the Texas Tech defense. This time Rashad <laughs> Williams comes up with the pick. The third interception of the day, the fourth turnover by this defense. One of the things we talked about uh, last week, uh, you capitalize, make a field goal on that. It's 41 to 10. Basically, the game's over there, but Donovan Smith does come in. He leads a touchdown drive of his own, just a, you know the icing on top of this game. Has a little two-yard pass to Brady Boyd to make it 48-10, uh, and that was it. Uh, West Virginia had to punt once again, and then you run out the clock. So 48-10, convincing Ooh. victory for you, boy. Uh, for your boys out there Saturday, it was awesome. Baron Morton's final stat line, he was 28 of 45 for 325 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, those were all good enough to win him the Big 12 Newcomer of the Week Award. So well-deserved by him in his first start and his first victory of his college career here at Texas Tech. Taj Brooks led the way on the ground today, having a resurgent performance from him, 170 yards he had the first two touchdowns of the day to get you going. And Xavier White, once again, kind of becoming the dominant receiver for you here of late, led the team in receiving eight for 139 yards and one TD, filling in for, once again, the missing Miles Price and, and doing an exceptional job there. So now that we've gone through the recap, gone through some stats, just uh, your thoughts after after all of that. Yeah, we've looked really solid and <clears> – <throat> I think my favorite part of like rewatching it and then at the game Saturday was the play calling and execution was better yeah. on offense. Like it, it made a big difference, especially like the the speed and tempo we were playing with of getting our group of guys out there and running three, four, five plays with them without subbing and ready to go like within yeah. seconds and it made a huge difference and you weren't just walking up there and running the same play over and over. Like you got a few different formations and plays off of it. And you could tell we really used that bye week to reevaluate and redesign some of that stuff for Baron and these guys. And, you know, I didn't mention it all last week, but we got the tight ends very involved this week. Tharp yeah. was a huge receiver especially on the fourth downs he caught multiple ones of them which is a great idea when you have a six nine tight end and he can fall forward for two more yards to help you get some of those fourth downs so i I was really excited about the offensive execution and obviously the defensive turnovers and 
they were just in JT Daniels face all day and he couldn't get receivers open. So it was just an overall dominating performance, both sides. Yeah. It was just really fun to see us dominate on both sides. Like you said, the whole game, like from start to finish, you were in control of this game and never once felt like you were out of control. Despite the offense going really fast, you always had them in a position where you had the advantage. Um, and, And like, what what's funny to me is you're running this NASCAR offense with Neil Brown on the other side of the field who ran the NASCAR, but it was like the yeah. stupidest NASCAR ever. Let's hurry up to the line and H back dive, you know, when, yeah. terrible screen pass. Like we're actually running plays with purpose. And while like our third down conversion rate was still not necessarily great, it was better than it's been. It was 45%. I think you're nine to 20 on the day. You still have to go for, you know, you still go for it on fourth down seven times. It never felt like it was, um, it never felt like it was out of place to go on those fourth downs. Like, I think we were talking about it a lot during the game. It's you had fourth and three, fourth and two, fourth and four. And the way that you were pushing it on offense and the way that you were just kind of dominating them, it never felt like it was a bad call to go in on on those fourth downs. So. Uh, just a really consistent performance from your offense. Uh, thoughts on Barron, Dustin, his his second start of the season, his first one at home and his first win. How, what did you think of his performance this Saturday? Really good. I mean, 28 for 45 doesn't look amazing, but the 325 and how he seemed like he took care of the ball, he was really poised, I felt like, all game. Like, poised in the pocket, had a great clock, internal clock for himself and scrambled enough to get a few yards and yeah. not make – there wasn't a play. He didn't try to force it and make something happen and screw it up. And so that's kind of been our Achilles heel all year is getting in our own way and shooting ourselves in the foot kind of thing. And he didn't do that for us. He took care of the ball, found guys in there open, threw it away when we didn't have it, and was just really smart and poised and felt confident out there. Yeah, he always looked in control of what he was doing with the ball, whether that was creating time in the pocket. There were some several nice times that he had to roll out, kind of find mm-hmm. a receiver, go through his progressions, and then find the open guy. And he was just able to do that consistently. Now, sure, watching the film back for him, I know there's definitely some throws Ooh. that he kind of wish he had back. There's yeah. a couple that you're just like, ah, if he can hit that, like it's going to be a even bigger the, day. And you the TV announcers did a really more. good job in that third quarter of like, yeah, breaking down why he was missing some throws and just kind of some of his throwing mechanics and why the ball sails on him quite a bit. Like, I mean, there was two or three times that he overthrew Mason Tharp, and we were like, yeah. oh, come on. <laughs> and it's just because how he kind of was whipping it and not throwing it from kind of up yeah. here. And so, if they can dial in some of those mechanical things, like, yeah, I will say, I will say, like, the Mahomes stuff kind of like the the way he throws the ball, it's not typical. He, he has a bunch yeah. of arm angles that he gets the right. ball out on, he'll zip it sidearm. So, like, I, I can kind of see some of the intangibles there that he has. And one of the things I do like about him, and we nitpick on the screen pass game a lot, yeah. but he actually makes the screen pass. Worth yes. it because he zings the ball out there, and sure, it might hurt the receiver's hands and fingers to catch yeah. that thing. It might be hard to catch, but the ball gets there, and the receiver has plenty of time to make the yes. catch and get upfield. And you saw it a lot in that game where it passed to Xavier White, passed to Nehemiah Martinez, mm-hmm. and they catch it, and they're able to get five, six yards out of it, where 
as maybe before that ended up being a second and 12. Yeah. Instead, it's a second and three and you're moving the ball and our offense is already up and ready to go and hit them with that next play. So I was really impressed. Would you say so far the season that that's the best offensive performance that we've had? Yeah, by far. I don't even think it's a question of like, oh, this game or that game. Like, no, this was, this is it so far. Like, didn't turn the ball over. You only had two punts for McNamara out there. Scored 14 in the first quarter real fast, like your first two. And like we said, our efficiency was better. Third down and fourth down was really good today. You had a 100-yard rusher, 100-yard receiver. Yeah. Like, you – and like I don't have it pulled up in front of me, but the amount of receivers that Morton was hitting. Oh, yeah. Like, our list he had nine, nine just in the first half. I know that much. I don't know what he ended up with, a few more, but the fact that we we're able to spread the ball around so much, get the tight ends back involved. Yeah, you have 11 guys with mm. a reception on the day. Uh, so, nice. yeah, you're just getting that ball out. And one of the other things that we've talked about, the amount of, amount of plays you've ran, you said, what, we had 55 in the first 55 half? 55 in the first half, and I know we topped 100 for the whole We had game. 105 total, yeah. So <laughs> like, That's awesome. Yeah, you're – yeah, you're Point just running a lot of plays. One of the things we used to talk about with Cliff a lot was those long drives to score or those two play drives to score and then turning it around and going three and out, not scoring. There was only what one or two, three and outs on the day. Like you're maybe not scoring every drive, but you're running lots of plays. Yeah. And that's just really encouraging to see. It's like you're not asking us to score every time, but run the clock, keep your defense on the field, and make their defense have to work extra. So that's just been really fun to watch. Um, any other things you want to touch on here on the offense before we move to the other side of the ball? No, a lot, lots of good things to think, see from that. So great job. I hope we can keep it going. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the defensive side of the ball, Ooh. they stepped up today. They had their best day uh, of the season that I would say. Um, I'm not going to count the Murray State game. <laughs> as as a dominant performance, but they hold West Virginia to 10 points. Uh, West Virginia struggled all day. JT Daniels throws three picks. You force four turnovers. What was your thoughts on the defense and how they performed Saturday? Yeah, they're the ones that, man, JT Daniels never was comfortable back there. They couldn't really get a run game going. And then we, we talked last week, that's there. That's what they're trying to do. Like they want to run the ball and let JT do some other stuff, but couldn't yeah. like our D line was up in his face all game and our secondary didn't let many guys get open like ever. Like, yeah, I was really surprised a couple times that there was a guy open in like the middle of a zone or something. It's like all those deep balls that we picked off half of them. Like our corner is or safety is running right with that receiver. Like there's no room yeah. for them. Like it was great coverage. And then, you finally get your first take three game of the year. That's got to feel good to preach about that all off season and year and then haven't done it yet. Haven't done it. And finally you do. And so a plus four on the turnover margin also feels really good when you've been kind of bad on that front all year. Yeah. It's one of the things that I talked about. Uh, I brought up a lot was for the second half of the season is we we got to see those turnovers, give your offense another possession and see what they can do with it. You, you talked a lot about how we're running a lot of plays. Well, the defense giving us more opportunities to run plays turns out to be an advantage for you as, you know, they give you four extra possessions in the game. 
um, and you really just handled yourself. Yeah, it's been really fun to watch the secondary play. Uh, JT Daniels, what a five-star recruit, comes in, throws for 194 yards against you. Like, like yeah. the only way he was able to to get yards were you know intermediate passes, shallow passes. Like anytime he tried to test a guy, you pretty much had it covered. I mean, yeah. there was that one on the the touchdown that they had, but. I mean, they've been locked down all season long. You've never really been beaten through the air by any of these teams. They're having to beat you on the ground. And and this time on the ground, they weren't able to get anything going either. So just really impressive performance from this defense. And uh, it was you really were to able to – we kind of talk about this too. Like the couple times we do get like three and outs or turnovers, we don't do anything with it. We actually yeah. did stuff with it today. Yeah. Like we scored 17 points off turnovers. Like my favorite little stretch of the game was – the uh, Dunlap interception to start the second half, and then two plays later, boom, a 55-yard Xavier wide touchdown. Like That's yeah. what you're supposed to do with those turnovers. Yep. Big play, turn into another big play on the offense. So good to see like complimentary football right there too. Yeah, and then after you get the fumble, you go score a touchdown after that. After the Rashad Williams pick, you get a field goal off that. That's points. Like That's yeah. what you're supposed to do, compliment the defense score when they give you those opportunities really fun to see and also the run game was just on, on lock today was For much sure. more improved and West Virginia had some good backs they brought in some really good running backs you held Tony Mathis Jr. to 33 yards Donaldson to 33 yards they had 73 yards total on the ground so that's kind of numbers that you'll take every single day yeah. Um, so yeah really impressive performance from them one you definitely look to build on and carry over uh into the remaining second half of the season so uh any other little comments on the defense here before we kind of revisit some predictions and whatnot yeah let's hit those predictions man yeah so let's revisit our predictions from last week uh on the offensive side of the ball i had sir Roderick, sir Roderick thompson going for 100 yards plus and a td he did not have the 100 yard game that was taj brooks um, I should have just said running backs, <laughs> a running back yeah. to go. I got that right. But uh, uh, Sir Roderick was the hot hand. But nonetheless, he did have 59 yards on the ground and did find the end zone. So not not a terrible prediction there. Dustin had Trey Cleveland going off. Uh, he was kind of riding the hot hand at receiver. Trey yeah. only had catches <laughs> 15 yards, but um, still a productive day for him. Our I also did mention, too, that like Loic Fungi was coming back. So that would definitely yes, factor yeah. in. And it did. And, so. It did. It definitely did. Yeah, Lowick definitely saw his fair share of targets. So it uh, just kind of adds to a stack receiving core yeah. that you've got. On the defensive side of the ball, I can't, I was correct. I had us yeah. having our first take three game of the season, and we did. Uh, we had four total ta- uh, takeaways, so impressive performance by the defense there. Dustin had Creshawn Merriweather having a double-digit tackle game. He only had five. Um, really, our tackle totals were kind of low on that yeah. end, and, and that's not a typical Creshawn. Well, when you get turnovers, you don't yeah. have to stay on the field for more plays to make tackles. Yeah, so when our time. when the time of possession was as drastic as it was in this game, like you're just not going to see those opportunities. Um, but you know, everybody on the defense gets a shout out for that performance. Our score predictions: Dustin had 38 38-28 um texas tech i had 48 31 so i got text part of that right but me and dustin both gave way too much credit to west virginia in this one uh we thought they were gonna put up more of a fight but the fight in nil browns had little to no fight in them this game um 
So with that said, it's victory time. So somebody play the damn music. Club yeah. Red is open. Somebody turn on some damn music. All right, Dustin, a victory means Club Red is open. It's been several weeks since we've gotten to reopen the club. Uh, it feels good to do so. It feels good to do so in such a convincing fashion. So let's start off with our defensive VIPs. Who do you got? I say we give it to the whole secondary. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was going to say. Not just one. Not just like, no, we had three dudes. You get three picks out there. And like I said, their coverage was on them so tight all game. Like, so I say we give it to all all the secondary guys, safeties and corners out there. Finally got our first take three game. Yeah, I agree. Um, and three guys who have been so close to getting those interceptions yes. just haven't yet. Rayshad, Malik Dunlap, Rabbit, all three of them coming up clutch, um, getting picks there. So, yeah, that, I'm with you there. The whole secondary. I just want to give it to the whole defense. Like everybody in the defense <laughs> gets in because they held West Virginia to 10 points. Yeah. They got four turnovers. Um, they shut him down. They held the running game to under 100 yards. They held JT Daniels under 200 yards passing. So overall, just an amazing performance from them. So I have no problem with all of them getting yeah. a VIP pass for this week. Offensively, Dustin, who are you going with? I'm going to go with Xavier White for his 8 and 139 and a long 55-yard touchdown. That, yeah. like I said, was a good swing to start the second half after your interception. And you get a big play. We've also mentioned like how few big plays and explosive things yeah. we've done all year. So it was cool to see that kind of burst out onto the scene. So he's had multiple good, really good games this year so far. So it's nice to see him develop and emerge um, in the absence of Miles Price. So I'll give mine to Xavier White. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. I'm curious to see what we do once Miles Price is back and yeah. how we use both of those guys because you really can't take Xavier White off the field with how great he's been for you. And and it really does seem like Barron has a great relationship with him. So that's a good pick. I'm going to go to to Taj Brooks uh, back in the century mm. mark for him on the ground. He had a couple of games there where he, he just didn't really get going. So it was nice to see him back in action and, and really having a good run with it. He had yep. 170 yards, had two touchdowns on the day. So really good performance from him. Kept you, got you going really – early there so uh shout out to Taj Brooks but honestly uh Baron Morton you you get the kind of uh every week there's kind of a guy that you just know who's going to get in and, and yeah. me and Dustin are trying to do good jobs of, of shouting out some of the other guys but obviously Baron Morton gets gets in if he's right. newcomer of the week in the Big 12 he obviously gets a offensive VIP pass uh for his performance so shout out to him as well any other guys you just kind of wanted to, to just shout out real quick before we get on no, let's let's move on to our our tailgate stuff, man. Yeah, so if you missed us, we were out and about uh kind of south of the track in the baseball yeah. area. There's a really awesome little tailgating spot there. Lots of great people. So, Dustin just kind of take people through uh through our Saturday tailgating with some badass tailgaters. Yeah, we're in that south lot of the track like you said and it's always a lot of good tailgates and tents set up over there. So we wanted to get over there and talk to some people. And it was definitely a lot of fun. Um, Troy with his big, you know, 
bike trailer, multiple like 50 inch TVs. He was doing it good. Had fajitas going. Um, dang. What was that guy with Dirk's chicken? What was his Taylor. name? Taylor. Yeah. Uh, it's Taylor. And I can't remember his dad's name, but we got the, his dad's name in our uh, interview with him. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. They were throwing it down. He had there. a huge tailgate. That was really fun. Had some Dirk's chicken and making some amazing like breakfast. Their inaugural tailgate. Yeah. And it was their first one. He's like, yeah, we always just like, park over here and might hang out but never like actually have a setup and they had a great setup like multiple yeah. tents a blackstone out there like they they did it right um and then we we hung out with a group of guys that literally just brought two tables a speaker and a bunch of alcohol and we had a great time hanging out with them they were they, they were the ones that caught my eye when we got there I was like yeah those that's our group right there <laughs> Yeah, Matt and Chris uh, were the guys with there and lots mm -hmm. of other great people that we met at that tailgate. We like that one because that's kind of how me and Dustin would do it. Like, you know, we, we're, we're not too fancy. We like giving these people, but that's our kind of tailgate. Just a couple tables, yep. beer, good people. They were a good time. Um, so, yeah, we, we really enjoyed it. It was a really cool area. Uh, a lot A lot of cool people. Uh, they were all extremely welcoming, as we've just come to expect. Happy to be a part of something that we're doing. Happy to meet us. Happy to give us jello shots, uh, beers, yep. food, whatever it is. Uh, so we had a great time, and and we also had a special guest appearance from our friends at oh, Ramblin'. The Ramblin' yeah. guys, Jackson, Lane, and Pat, were all out and about. They came out with us for a little bit, hung out. We shared some shots. We shared some drinks. We shared some stories. Got. Got a little interview with them as well. So uh, just overall, a great way yeah. to, to tailgate and pregame before uh, Texas Tech ass whooping. So uh, we enjoyed that. So once again, just be on the lookout for our videos. We'll make sure y'all are notified when those are posted. We believe us. We want to get these videos out here. Um, there's just some things we don't have control of. And so <laughs> yes. we're trying to. Uh, be patient with that as well as we know you guys probably are doing that but yeah that'll do it for our texas tech west virginia recap anything you wanted to shout out here before we send everybody on their way dustin no we're on to baylor on to baylor on to a saturday night showdown with the bears uh, but remember, we will be dropping our Baylor preview later on this week. And to catch that, you got to follow us. You got to be following us on Apple and on Spotify. Five stars for the tailgate. Five stars always. And if you listen to us on Apple, hit us with one of those reviews. Uh, follow us on social media. We are at tailgate underscore talks on Twitter. That's where we do most of our posting. But we also are on Facebook and on Instagram. Also, give that YouTube channel a follow. That's where we post some little clips from each week's shows, as well as those future tailgate crash videos. We will get those out, hopefully, as soon as possible. Thanks for checking out our Texas Tech West Virginia recap. As always, we will catch y'all at the next tailgate. Peace.